the moment I was a cheerleader for my employees, making sure they knew that they how to use the equipment, that they were safe with it, making sure that they knew how to get to the jobs, that they were able to use the CRM properly, that they were able to communicate effectively, that they always had the inventory on the trucks that they need. As soon as I understood that my role is to make sure that they are the best they can be, I was like, holy cow. Why didn't someone tell me this? I just graduated from business school just a few years before. I didn't know jack about business. Hey everybody, this is Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. And I want to ask you one thing. Are you doing what you want to do in life? Are you pursuing what you want in life? Why not? Don't be a bitch. Be the captain of your own ship. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. All right, man. So Kurt Kempton, we are recording right now on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. How are you, my friend? I am so good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. So uh, you know what's really cool? So you and I just started talking and I hit record. But what's really neat is now I have this really, I think, a really cool intro at the beginning of the show that everyone just heard. And probably right now the music is still fading out as I speak. I mean, we don't hear it but I bet it's happening right now. And it's probably even quieter than it was a second ago. I just think that's pretty neat. But, um, but Kurt, before you and I start talking here, I, uh, I've got something really cool that I need to mention is that the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast is sponsored by ResponsiBid. Did you know this? I hadn't heard. <laughs> hadn't heard. So, no, it, we're glad to do it too. Yeah. For those of you listening that don't know, Kurt is the actual owner and founder of Responsibid. And um, he and I have become friends. I'm not actually not going to give a big Responsibid commercial right now. I'm sure we'll probably talk about it at one point in the show. Uh, but I just wanted to mention that Kurt's been uh, sponsoring the show. And Kurt, listen, I, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. Uh, it's cool. We, um, our friendship started at a pretty neat moment and maybe we should talk about that briefly. I don't know. Yeah, because should, that, 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 well, that's what the podcast is about is right. That journey of the entrepreneur. Yeah. And yeah. one of the reasons that I'm sponsoring this show is because I was there at the very beginning when you were just starting yeah. and I've seen so much maturity come out of you in the, in the hmm. years, not, uh, not, not getting... the kind of maturity that you're thinking of. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying maybe the seasoning that comes with, with owning a business. Hold on. So let me, yeah, let's talk about it. All right. Let me, let me sip out of my, my coffee here. We promised we were going to gross out the listeners. So, okay. All right. So, so here's a cool story about meeting my friend, Kurt. So Kurt, you've been on the show before and we've talked about, you've actually helped, you know, uh, talk about sales packages and how to build those and stuff like that. Um, today, I, um, a couple things I want to talk about with you and then, then I want to dig into like how we really met. Okay. okay. So one thing I do want to talk about, and this is, this is really the most important part of the show. So guys, I hope you listen to the end here. Um, we'll probably talk about this at the end, but we've got a sales conference coming up in January. So January, 2020, and it's not going to be the only one. So if you're listening in February of 2020, there'll be another one. Don't worry. It just might be an annual thing. I don't know how that's going to be. And I don't know if Kurt knows how that's going to be yet, but, yeah. but, uh, but we got a sales conference coming up. And ultimately what it is, uh, I've been talking to Kurt a lot about it. Kurt's been giving me the, the, the honor and the privilege to kind of like brainstorm with him on some stuff. And Kurt's creating the uh, premier 
sales conference for for the service industry. Is that a fair little yeah. title? Yeah, when you called it a sales conference, I'm like, it is, but it's specifically for the service industry. I think that's so important. Yeah, yeah so service industry sales conference, right? Yeah. So however you want to put it, for service industry, business owners, it's the sales conference for you to attend. And ultimately, there's kind of two things that you're going to learn at it. Um, you're going to learn how to market and you're going to learn how to, how to more effectively and efficiently sell things. Right. That's right. Yeah. And then, so now Kurt being the, the owner of responsive bid, um, it's going to responsive bids gonna is in the DNA of this thing. But the, what's so exciting about it is you can go to this conference and you're not, you don't have to be a responsive bid user and you can still come away. So that's a little teaser. Let's not talk about it anymore. We're going to go into depth because there's some really cool things that people are going to be able to walk away with uh, from that thing. And then uh, the second thing I want to talk about is uh, just kind of maybe philosophically, I want to philosophically, uh, what are your thoughts on sales and marketing in a business? And I already know this because, because you and I kind of feel the same about it, but I want to talk about that. But now here's what I really want to do. I want to talk about you and I meeting because I don't think as a matter of fact, I'm positive. No, I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure we never even spoke to each other like on the phone or anything before we met at the huge convention in New Orleans in 2017. Does that, do you, I don't think we knew each other at all, correct? Yeah, I'm fairly confident that the first time we ever spoke was in the booth at the yeah, trade show. That's what I thought too. So I go to the, this convention, which if, if you're a listener, you know, I love the huge convention. I've talked, you know, I've been every year since I've been in the industry. So I've been to three of them and I'm going to the fourth one, but um, the uh, Kurt has a booth there. He's a vendor, but he was also the keynote uh, uh, or a featured keynote speaker, whatever, you know, uh, there at the, the event, which was awesome. It was super cool. And, um, and I was like, okay, I like this dude. And I knew he was in response to bid and I was interested in response to bid. So I go in there and I meet you. We start talking. And frankly, I remember you gave me this look. You know, you looked in my eyes. And our eyes actually kind of locked there for a moment, Kurt. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> and we looked at each other and, and I gazed into your soul and you gazed into mine. And I just remember seeing in your eyes, man. Bobby Walker might be the coolest guy I've ever met. Gosh, it's all coming back to me like a flood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it something like that for you? I remember having to call my wife afterward and apologize. I remember <laughs> like I felt guilty. <laughs> no, so no, in, all, in all seriousness, I, I know there's some teasing going on in there, mm. but I do remember thinking, well, I'm going to take over a little bit here for the story. I yeah. remember you came in the booth and, um, we're having a good conversation. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking this guy must be pretty established. And then at some point you introduced the, the your business, uh, I guess, partner. Yeah. At the time. I, I, th I, I knew there was probably an age difference, but you kind of blew me away and you're like, this is my son. And we just started this business. And I remember like kind of being back on my heels, like, Oh, he's not as experienced as I thought. And he's in business with his son. That's weird. Hmm. Okay. You know, because, and, and you, I think you did. You just that. say that your first impression of me was that I was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been one of my very first impressions. Okay. Um, so I remember we went down that road after I'd been put back on my heels. I remember thinking, oh, geez, you know, Bobby's, uh, Bobby's kind of earlier on in business, and I started took a little different approach because you know if someone's been in business a long time, 
they usually have pain points and they're quoting and they're very familiar with them. I remember kind of like thinking, oh, well, I just need to understand more about what is he doing? And what does he want to do? And I, cause I, we have a rule at ResponseBid. We're not allowed at a conference to ask you if you want to buy ResponseBid until we know we have a solution for you. So we have to ask. Hmm. So um, I couldn't ask you for the sale and I'm asking you, you know, stuff about your business. And then at that point, you said something to me like, Kurt, I'm just going to be real frank with you. I want to buy this, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I can afford it. And then you proceeded to tell me about how you had just left a job that was paying really, really well. Yep. Um, you start up this business and you're basically not even making enough revenue in your business to make up for the, the income that you lost. That's true. True. Yeah. And you looked at me after telling me that. And I remember like feeling really like, Oh man, you know, there's nothing for a dad that's harder. You know, you got to provide for the family. That's a, that's a provider. That's a big deal. Um, and you said, can you guarantee me that if I sign up for the response bid, that it's going to make me all the money you're telling me it's going to make. And I just remember like in my heart, I knew it was true, but I also remember thinking, don't you get this wrong, Kurt? Don't you dare get this wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I did, I sent you away saying, Bobby, it will. Yep. And, uh, I, and, and I don't know. If, yeah. Well, and I, I did. I, so I, all that happened. And I remember I was intrigued because, uh, you know what? I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to say it unapologetically. I don't care if it is a commercial for response bid, but it's not, but you know, you have the, uh, you have a two to one ROI guarantee, you know, yeah. and I, I might butcher it a little bit here, but basically if you use response bid, put all your quotes through it. If it, if you don't get a two to one ROI on your investment in response bid, you don't pay for it until you do. And right. so that was another thing that caught me, but it was a lot of money because here's the thing response bid is not cheap. It's not cheap, yeah. right? right? It's not, um, it's a value, but it's not cheap. So I wanted it and I thought it was just this tool that I would put on my website and make me all this money. And, um, I didn't even know about really all the other stuff. So you said, yeah, it'll do it. And then Caleb and I, we actually left, we went and grabbed lunch. I had an iPhone at that point where the battery was like, the, you know, the battery wouldn't last for more than like 30 minutes on a full charge kind of thing. Oh uh, so yeah, yeah. We ate lunch. I went upstairs to my uh, hotel because it was just me and Caleb that ran the whole business. I had a couple of voicemails and uh, one was someone saying, hey, I'd like a quote for something. And I remember I, I listened to her voicemail, super nice woman. I don't know her name. I can't remember her name. And she's like, yeah, I saw you online and you had some reviews. Cause even then we had, you know, a lot of reviews compared to most people. And cause we're really good at that. And, um, and so I called her right back. So I called her within probably an hour and a half of her leaving the voicemail. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I've already got someone scheduled to come out tomorrow morning. I really wanted to use you guys. I wish you could have called me like 40 minutes sooner or something. You know, it was kind of one of those types of things, Yeah. but she was, apolog- yeah, she was apologetic. She's like, I really wanted to use you. And I don't have any clue. I have, I have no idea how big that job would have been. I don't remember what it would have been. It could have been a $200 job. It could have been a $2,000 job. I don't know. But here's what I remember. We got done talking with you. We grabbed a sandwich. Actually, we grabbed some like Cajun lunch, whatever they had there in the hotel. We went upstairs and that happened. And I looked at Caleb and I said, if we would have had response bid, I could have put it in my voicemail that said, hey, if you need a quote right now, go to my website and you get a quote right now. And that woman would have bought from us. And that would have paid for a couple of months of response bid. Just that one, that one right there that just literally happened. So we went back downstairs and we signed up and then um you and i became very you know very friendly and i honest to god think that 
I think you didn't love me a whole lot for the longest time because, you know, spoiler alert and fast forward, you and I have become like very close friends. You know, you're one yeah. of my closest friends, but I'm going to speak for you here. I'm pretty positive. You were like, cause I'm very sarcastic and I have a dry delivery. And I think you were probably like, wow, this guy's kind of weird. And you know, I'm joking, thinking it's funny. And you're like, Oh my God, he's a psycho. And, and, and <laughs> it's weird. Is that, can you, can you speak on that? I can't, <laughs> well, don't put me on the spot or anything, but um, <laughs> no, actually I'll tell you this. There was a time when like very on in, in the relationship of us getting to know each other and just kind of feeling each other out. I remember thinking, I can't tell if he's joking or he's serious. <laughs> like lots of times, lots of, in fact, <laughs> that was like today too. But I mean, <laughs> a lot of the times like you'll say stuff and I'm like, I can't tell if he's serious or if he's joking. I think what, real, what really sealed the deal that I wanted to be close with you, Bobby, was when I did response to her. I was going out and visiting a bunch of different people. Yep. And um, I knew you were a joker. I didn't always know for sure if you were joking. It was when I was at your house and I saw the way you were with, with your kids. Mm -hmm. um, the kids would be like, Dad, I love you. And you're like, eh, okay, well. I don't love you that much, you know, like, or I love you, but not that much. <laughs> but not very much. That's my, that's my life. <laughs> and I remember being like, what? You can't joke with your kids like that. And uh, I remember the way the ki your kids looked at you. I remember we went out to dinner. I remember like kind of the way your family is together. And it was then that I realized we're really accomplishing the same thing two totally different ways. Yeah. Your values and mine really, really, really line up. Yeah. And um, like, you know, in response to her, I don't get this. You're a little that. country and I'm a little rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember, and I told you this before I left, before I got on the airplane, I said, Bobby, if you're ever wondering, I just want you to know you're doing parenting right. Hmm. I can see how deliberate you are with your kids. Uh, I remember like just really, really admiring that you have a goal with what you want your kids to be able to have as their childhood experience. And while we parent differently, uh, like in the way that we tease and stuff, because I tease my kids like crazy too. Mm -hmm. While we may tease differently, we are 1000% laser the same uh, when it comes to sort of like how intentional we're being and how that is the most important thing. Yeah. So I, I remember being like, this guy's my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> and then we wore each other's pants one night. Oh, gosh. Oh, Bobby! Yeah, I, I hinted to that on the last podcast you were on, and uh, didn't say what it was. And now I, I went a little further, and I'm going to stop there. If you guys want to know what that's about, go to Responsicon. I'll tell you all about this. Oh, the pants. <laughs> oh, Bobby! Yeah, yeah. Okay. That so, was a good night. So, I guess it's kind of actually this is a cool conversation. Um, this is the kind of stuff I really envision and, and want the podcast to be more like is like just two dudes talking and uh, yeah, we were talking some business there, but, but it, what's neat. And I think it's what's neat about the industry that I'm in right now. Uh, you know, that uh, one of the many industries you're involved with, with your business is uh, the community is pretty cool. You know, yeah. I, I mean, and it's got its douchebags out there and I know you wouldn't be on record saying that about anyone because you're nice and I'm not, but, um, <laughs> but it's got a bunch of jerks and stuff out there, but the, um, but holy cow, the, 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 the good people far outweigh the bad and just be, being able to build these relationships and, and I now, I mean, one, two, three, right off the top of my head, 
three of my five closest friends are from this industry. You know, yeah. I, you, you know, my buddy, Robbie, that, that I've known yeah. for years and years. And then I got another buddy that you don't know. And, and then you and Joshua Gray and Ryan Edrington, or, uh, you know, you guys are my, you guys are my, my tribe, you know, and I love it. And, <laughs> and it's cool. And I've made a lot of other ultra close friends, you know, uh, in the industry. So we've got this really cool thing that we're working, working in. And that absolutely is a part of that journey of a new entrepreneur where, um, you know, I'll tell you one thing that. I don't, don't relate with, and I probably shouldn't, let's not go too far down this because I want to get into your philosophically, what you think on sales and marketing here. So well, listeners, I'm going to get us on the right path, but, um, I don't even remember what the hell I was going to say, Kurt. I just, I just promised I was going to get us on the right path. You said you didn't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but you did want to talk about it really quick. Yep. Well, I forgot all about it. I I, li- I literally forgot what I was going to say just just then. So. Well, you know what's cool about that is that we won't go very far down that rabbit hole at all now. Yeah, I and guess that's not. A really, that's really cool that we're honoring your, you know, what your wishes were. I'm not going to edit this out either. So <laughs> it's not really even in there. I thought it was pretty cool, but I don't remember. So it doesn't matter now. So, so um. So anyway, uh, you and I met, we've become great buddies and, um, I just love what we got going on here. Oh, I, I think I was just going to say this is, uh, you see so many people, I think some people wear this with a badge of honor and I don't know why. Um, some people, I think it's more of just a defense mechanism and I, and I do get that, but I, so I see so many people that always say, I've got everyone in my life that doubts me and the this and the that, and they doubt and they doubt and they doubt. And no one thinks I can do it. And everyone thinks I'm going to fail. And I'm the only one and I'm standing up against them all. And I'm like, man, I don't have that at all in my life. I have the random internet troll. I have the random internet troll that does it, but like people that I know, I, and I think one thing I've done well is uh, prune. I think I've done a good job cutting people out that shouldn't be there. And then just grafting people on like you that, that should be. And, um, and you know what, to give myself some credit, you know, I think I've been a good husband and I think I've been a good dad and, and, um, and I have a good wife and I have good kids and, and we, um, so when I've been through this thing, it's not me against the world. You know, it's like, um, and the internet people, you know what, if you're a jerk to me, I block your ass. I don't listen to that. You ain't going to live in in my brain for free, rent free. You know, I'm, uh, I'm doing my own thing here and I'm living. So, uh, so I, I don't deal with that. And that has not really nothing to do, I guess, with what we were talking about other than, uh, building great relationships, but listeners real quick, if it's you against the world, um, you might not be able to fix that immediately. Yep. You might have to deal with that for a while because it's just where you're at in life. But I strongly encourage you be the husband that your wife wants to follow. Be the friend that your friends w- will admire. And if you have friends that aren't supportive and if you're around people that aren't supportive, cut those bastards out of your life. And I don't mean that they're bad people, but cut them out. And, and get people in there that, that, that are. So that's a freebie. I don't know why can I went I, there. Can I, can I, I'm not going to go too far down the rabbit hole, but yeah. I do want to say uh, when I was on Facebook and this was a long time ago, but when I was on Facebook, there was like this sort of like honor, like I have a thousand friends. I have 1500 friends. Or, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the numbers are, but I remember thinking, look how many friends I have. And I would go to a conference and I'd come back and I'd have 300 new friends. Yeah. And is so proud of like, look what I'm building here. And I found that the, the more friends, more social media friends I had, 
the more the the storm around me was just raging. Yeah. And um, I probably did it wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, I probably did it wrong. But my decision was to just get off. It. When I realized that it was consuming so much of me, I got off social media completely. Yeah. Uh, as a result, my business I'm sure has suffered huge, huge. Uh, non-growth, you know, things. I stunted the business growth, I'm sure, by doing it. I don't regret the decision because it's it's been good for me. Mm-hmm. But I will say that when that storm calmed, when I got off of social media and I didn't have all the voices, say what, having four or five really close friends and, you know, being able to have lots of time with my wife and not having all the noise and the static going on all the time, it just means that when I put my head down to work, I'm so clear on what I'm working on. And I'm sure that someone in the 1970s would be looking at me like, well, duh, that's how it's supposed to be. But that's just not how it is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So unnatural segue. All right. Oh, okay. Unnatural segue alert. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay. So Kurt, you're, one, th- one of the things I love about you is you're just the sales guy. You know, you're like the, you're like, I don't care about the operations. We'll let the operations kind of do their thing. Let's sell some stuff. So <laughs> I've kind of already spoiled. I think I've already spoiled this, but um, tell me your thoughts on the hierarchy in a business. Like, how do you, what do you feel about sales and marketing? You know, how's, where's that rank in, in your business? Well, I, I love operations. If I had to default, that I would go to operations. This. Yeah. If I, if I had, uh, if I had just whatever my natural inclination was to do, I would always just kind of go to operations because, um, it's just easier. I guess that's probably a way of saying it. Is that like, it is easier. Yeah. You're, you're just, you just you're working it. with your hands. Yeah, yeah. You just do it. Yeah. You just make it happen. Yep. But I'll tell you this, when I started my window cleaning and pressure washing business way back in the day, I knew that everything I did had to be about the customer. And so I designed my operation. I designed my sales process. I designed my, the way the phones were answered and the, the shirts we wore and the way we walked into the house and the type of booties we wore. Every single thing was always like, how is this going to impact the customer experience? How is this going to impact customer experience? And what I found is that if you're slow, but you're operating smooth, you're in trouble. But if you're busy and you're not operating that smooth, you're not nearly in as much trouble. Yeah. And so the trick is how busy can I get, how much work can I get flowing in and how can I spend as much time as possible at every job? Like mm-hmm. how many can I get more stuff to do at that job? And with that philosophy, the idea was we've already won the customer once. Let's upsell them. Let's make sure that they love doing business with us. Let's make sure that we're doing business with them the way they want business done with them. If they, if they decline us, we have to know why. We must know why. And um, that was incredible education. And I learned you can, out, you can outsell a bad operation, but you cannot out-operate a bad sales company. Did you, did you just steal that from me? Uh, I probably did. <laughs> I probably, <laughs> I probably think I did. I said that to you today. I think I said that earlier. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you and I are dead on. Um, you, do you know this guy named Mike Dalkey? do i know him i idolize him yeah <laughs> yeah so uh and the, the pot the show they the listeners always hear me talking about mike but he's he's my business partner he he was my business coach and now he's my partner and um 
he talks about, uh, he actually called me out on this and I've always been the guy that was sell, sell, sells, sell yourself into an operations problem and yeah. then figure out that problem. And, um, the, uh, and, and one day I was talking to Mike and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to buy these, these things. I'm gonna buy these things and put them on the trucks and it'll speed up our production. And he said, I'm not going to go all into this. Uh, but he said, uh, Bobby, you do know that an investment in equipment is not an investment in your business's growth. And I was like, okay. You know, it didn't hit me. He's like, it, let me say that again. An investment in your equipment is not an investment or let's just say an investment in operations. Even, you know, if you want to go a little, mm -hmm. a little broader with that, yeah. it's not an investment in your business's growth. And if you want to go too far with this analogy, you can probably pick a hole in it here or there, like when I expand it to operations. But, but the, um, the point he was making was this, is if you spend $10,000 on a piece of equipment and you increase your, your productivity from $1,500 a day to $1,700 a day, well, you have that extra capacity, but now you have to get jobs to fill that capacity and you spend all your money. You don't have any money to, to get the customers, right? Yeah, it really goes back to the fact that, that working in your operation is so nice and lonely. Like there's no real pressure against you other yeah. than constraints of money and the time you have in a day. Sales, you're pushing against other unknown forces like people and, mm -hmm. and demographics and all that. So here's the deal. People, people will prefer to pull, and myself included, people prefer to pull bottlenecks out of places that aren't bottlenecking them. Like you said, like I'll go buy a 10 gallon per minute uh, pressure washing machine. I'll go buy the greatest carpet cleaning rig that ever was. By the way, there's no one on my schedule for the next week. So congratulations on being able to clean five times more carpet. Unfortunately, yep. you have zero carpets to clean. Or, exactly. Or, so if you remove a, a restriction or a bottleneck in an area that absolutely is not your bottleneck, it's, you just know you're gravit just understand that you're gravitating there because it's easy and you need to be cognizant of that. Um, and, and you got to do what you really need to do. And that yeah. is, what's the bottleneck? My bottleneck. Get the bone ring. Get the phone yeah. ring. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone that wants to go a little deeper into that, um, get with, uh, go to the Journey of a New Entrepreneur Facebook group. And there's actually a, a video. It's exclusive to that group. There's a video in there where Mike Dahlke actually explains this whole process. He does the number and shows, if you're sitting there disagreeing with me right now, he goes through the numbers and shows you where you're wrong. So yeah. Did you, you just make, did we just take, spend five minutes saying something that Mike Dahlke said way better than us? Yeah. Yeah, we did. But he went way <laughs> deeper into it. He went way, 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 way deeper into it. And uh, actually now his ears must be burning. He just sent me a message and he's probably telling me how I did something stupid with my business. As we speak. Anyway. Um, but I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know, Kurt sales, marketing, um, the people that are successful, I don't know. I do not know. I'm sure they one exists out there, but I don't know anyone that's like scaled a business where they're not the owner operator that um, thinks that uh, equipment and processes is, um, is the key equipment and processes is the key to your, your infrastructure and the foundation to stand on. But sales and marketing is where you run and, and expand your business and get that cash uh, you know, what, what is it? Money to a business is like food to a baby. If you don't have it, it ain't growing. So, you know, um, the first taste I ever got of that, I was owner operator for like two years, three years, maybe. Uh, I can't remember our window cleaning, pressure washing business was, I was very, very heavily involved in the operations. I remember like 
getting people up and all that. The day I realized that my role in the business was to be the cheerleader for the employees, which by the way, that wasn't actually 100% true, but to have that paradigm shift changed everything for me because that's when I realized, wow, I can expand who I am as a person. Like when I was cleaning the thing, I could clean as many things as, as these two hands could clean. Mm-hmm. The moment I was a cheerleader for my employees, making sure they knew that they, how to use the equipment, that they were safe with it, making sure that they knew how to get to the jobs, that they were able to use a CRM properly, that they were able to communicate effectively, that they always had the inventory on the trucks that they need. As soon as I understood that my role is to make sure that they are the best they can be, I was like, holy cow. Why didn't someone tell me this? I just graduated mm-hmm. from business school just a few years before. I didn't know jack about business. Um, I, was a, I was the, get this, I was the top graduating student, not the highest grade, but they called me up at graduate. I wasn't going to go to my graduation at ASU. We have a business college called the W.P. Carey School of Business. It's inside of Arizona State. And um, I graduated, but I already was married and I had two kids. And I, I don't have time to go to the graduation. I'm, I was busy working at a bike shop and trying to be a professional mountain biker. So I graduate from school. I, I didn't get a cap and gown. They call me up and they're like, hey, Kurt, uh, it looks like you are not coming to graduation. And I said, yeah, uh, I got some other stuff going on. And they said, well, we really need you to be there. And I'm like, uh, I think there'll be like a few thousand people there. You, you should be fine. And they're like, look, you got to be there. There's a thing on the stage that you got to be there for. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I went. It was a really neat, outstanding graduating student of my class. I was like, wow, hmm. that's cool. I get in the car on the way home. My wife's like, we're going to be so rich, aren't we? We are going to be so rich. <laughs> you were the outstanding graduating student. Oh, you weren't even going to go. And I remember thinking, yeah, man, this is crazy. And then I'm, I like, I'm so this. good. That was beneath me. I'm so good being <laughs> honored was, was beneath Kurt Kempton. Because Kurt Kempton talks about Kurt Kempton in a third person. <laughs> no, listen, I had, I was working like 40, 40, 50 hours a week. I was riding my bike 30 hours a week. I had two kids that barely ever saw me. And this was like the first time I wasn't going to have schoolwork to do. So like, it was just like, oh, cool. I'm finally done. I'm going to be able to sit at home. Anyway, um, come to find out, I started my own business. I didn't know what kind of entity to start. I didn't know the tax implications. <laughs> I talked to an accountant. He, he thought I was as dumb as a brick. And I'm like, dude, you don't, do you know who I am? I am the outstanding graduating student at the WP Care School of Business. Yeah. And he's like, well, you could have fooled me, dude. You're, you're, uh. <laughs> so anyway, get everything up and running. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And I would just have these epiphanies over and over and over. And I would, constantly, I'd be like, so much for business school, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just dropping me there. Well, all I'm saying is, is that uh, when I, when I realized that I was a cheerleader for my employees, that was one of those moments where it was like, gosh, it makes so much sense. And it's so obvious, but the only way I could learn that was by just doing it. Hmm. And just like you figure out one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'm dropping you. So Kurt, yeah. you got a good segue for me here? What are we segueing to? Well, I, so I'm 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 going to be honest with you. I want to talk about ResponseCon. So, okay, let, let's do this. Let's talk about the first one. Okay. I almost okay. didn't go. I it was, I almost didn't go to ResponseCon, and it wasn't because I didn't want to go. Um, the business was a little slow. Cash flow was a little tight. You know, I just yeah. got just got done dealing with that like crap with my daughter and the mm. BS that had been going on at the school and all that stuff. And Remember that. business didn't sell, sell anything for a little bit and all was good at this point for anyone listening. And, um, and you're like, dude, let's do this. And I'm like, Kurt, the only way I'd do it is if we do a pilgrimage to Scranton PA because that's where the <laughs> office is. 
and, that's and, right that's right and response con was just going to be like an hour from there and you're like okay let's do it and i'm like son of a gun i shouldn't have committed but now i'm in so so we we went to uh, bethlehem pennsylvania back in february and did the first uh, you i went with you but you know you did the first response con and uh, you know what they say though an event is only as good as its mc right i've heard that gosh i've heard that quote so many times yeah i hear it all the time and um anyway and what, what was it what so what happened this first time with response con and what was it well I thought I thought I had a pretty good handle. I wanted it to be a users conference, and it, and it was like Responsicon One was a users conference, and um, you know you were there, and we were introducing product updates that never happened yet. Uh, <laughs> can we not talk about that? Can we segue away from keep that? Keep going. Part? Keep going. Okay, I good. didn't bring it up. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, but it was it was like emotionally a roller coaster. My wife, I wish she could have been there because um, she was there in the very beginnings when every dollar we had went into the business. We like we sacrificed so much. Software is such a crazy world because you pour money into development and you get code that may or may not work. And then when you when it goes online, browsers change all the time. So even then it might not work. Like mm -hmm. it could change on you overnight, which Safari did to us last night. But anyway, the point is, is that uh, she's, she's like just seen it all. Like I sold my window cleaning company, got this big old fat check and I deposited it in the software company. I didn't even bring it home. Mm -hmm. And I remember her thinking like, holy cow, I'm going to be able to buy a whole week's worth of groceries because I've been using my other business like a piggy bank for the software company. Anyway, she was with me on board. She never, never complained a second. Don't even want anyone to think that. But I remember sitting there in front of all the users and being like, I wish my wife could see this now. You know, yeah. this is the user conference. We've got great announcements. We've got come a long way. We've got a lot of strategy we're going to share today. We've got some great speakers talking about how to use responsive better. We're gonna do some hacking at the end, like so people can work on their stuff and, and improve things, go home and completing stuff. I got a lot of stuff wrong. I actually learned a lot right after the event about what users getting together and hacking together and learning. I just learned a ton about what I could have done better. And I walked away from there going, Responsibid user conference needs to be a thing. Mm -hmm. But gosh, it was like a sales conference. Mm -hmm. Cause it's about sales systems Yep. and you and I talked more and you're like, Kurt, Kurt, I, like we we're hashing it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> like Kurt, when we're do your about sales, go ahead and do your impersonation. I mean, I want to see this. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be watching the video, <laughs> but you gotta watch the video. <laughs> All right. Do this. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. All right. Kurt, Kurt, if responsible is the old, <laughs> All right, forget it. You said to me, <laughs> I can't do it because you're so like, <laughs> and I'm so different. Yeah. Um, if if Responsive is the ultimate selling software for service companies, why isn't Responsicon the ultimate selling conference for service companies? Because all Responsive does is it takes the principles of selling and it automates it into a kind of a, a format and it just softwareizes the parts that can be softwareized. Yeah. That's not even a word, but um, it is now. Yeah. Synthesized synthesized coin coined and synthesized i said i said bobby you're really onto something and this year and i think i said i know oh uh, yeah you did yeah. you said you know yeah you knew it in your bones I yeah i did half of the speakers that are going to be speaking at responsicon um are not even responsible users they're talking they're people that i respect that uh are really really good at sales mm -hmm. and processes and um, and then, of course, concurrently with the main stage, we're going to have uh, the hacking groups. And I think that's the, the critical thing. Most people go to a conference, they fill their brain up, 
they feel passionate and they're excited. They write down tons and tons of notes. They walk out of there and they go, this is what I'm going to do when I get home. And then they don't do it when they get home because they're too busy. So the idea was fill their brain at the main stage and give them the room to go sit with four other people with a whiteboard and their computer so that when they go home, everything that they learned that they care to exercise will be done with a copywriter in the room, a follow-up strategist in the room, a graphic designer in the room, having, you know, having a full-on marketing yeah. plan, send gym people helping them set up their postcards and voicemail bombs and everything else. And this is the direction it needs to be. The service industry, we sell services. Services suck to sell. They're mm -hmm. not like products. You can't go on like Amazon and just look at features and the reviews and, and compare prices and just buy that one thing, quantity two. No, services are how moldy is it? How, how long have you had this problem? Is your carpet worn out? Is your toilet cracked? You know, whatever. And buying them is hard. So the idea of a system or a place where people can go to learn to make selling services better yeah. because the customers expect a great customer experience, that is the direction that we needed to go. Yep. I couldn't agree more. So uh, I didn't realize, I didn't know this until you just said it. So half of the half or over half you said of the speakers are not even responsible users. That's, I mean, that's not cool. They should be, but that's cool. in the fact that I, I think that's a testament to what this thing is. This is not, if you use response bid, this is a good conference. This is if you want to have a higher average ticket price, if you want to get your phone ringing more uh, through affordable, low cost, like, you know, boots on the ground types of marketing, or if you want to get your phone ringing more through more digital, you know, type of advertising that you can do on your own or, or even pay to do, but you need a little bit of information on that. If you need print marketing made for you, all that, all those kinds of things, this conference will, will, provide that stuff for you and if you use responsive bid it's just kind of on steroids at that point you can take all of those things and and basically automate well there's no basically you can take all those things you can automate them and uh and basically just free yourself up to do a whole lot more so is that yeah. is that good is that good stuff yeah it's, it's true I, I mean i just want to be clear some of the people that are speaking they couldn't use response because they don't have a service business anymore um there's people who've kind of been there done that mm -hmm. that are going to be speaking uh, there's vendors that are going to be speaking who, yep. uh, who do SEO for a living or now are you naming any speakers yet? Or is that still the, no, no, the speaker it's, it's list? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a few that are just jumping into my mind that I think are gonna be great. Um, our very first responsibility user ever, uh, great story, by the way, how he really? signed up. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Jason Evers. No kidding. No kidding. I didn't know that. Dude. Great story. He's gonna be speaking. Great story though. You gotta hear this. This is worth it. All right. So, um, Fort, uh, oh, no, no, what's uh, St. Pete's Beach, Florida. There's an IWCA convention. We just coded out Responsibid. If you go to YouTube, you can actually see the very first demo videos I did. Super embarrassed by them, but I leave them up just because it's a testament to where Responsibid came from. Anyway, I go to their trade show and I'm demoing Responsibid and all day I'm talking, my voice is just strained. And people are saying, why would someone want to get a bid on your website? Why would someone want this? And the funny thing is, is I've been using it in my own business for a while and I've been having success. So I knew at the time eBay's coming, Amazon's coming, that everything's hot. People are buying stuff online. Even Walmart at that point had uh, started selling stuff online out of their, in their brick and mortar company. So I knew, I knew that online sales was important. And at the time I had built it so it could only sell online. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to compete with what people were doing in person. I realized later that was totally wrong. But anyway, I'm, I'm pitching it. I went to bed that night. My throat was just sore. 
If you've ever been to an IWCA convention, they feed you a nice breakfast every morning and they're all round round tables. And uh, Jason Evers, everybody looks up to Jason Evers. Jason is like just the guy, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, my buddy, uh, Adam Phelps was there with me and we're in the elevator going down and I had the sign up sheets with me. I was getting ready to go down to the booth and I wasn't going to have time for breakfast. I want to go get the booth ready and be ready for everyone to come through. And he said, Kurt, first stop, find Jason Evers eating breakfast. You put that thing right in front of him. Just tell him, hey, I heard you're going to sign up and give it to him. He said, I had great conversations with him yesterday. He's really impressed. He wants to do it. So just do it, but make sure he does it in front of everybody. And I was like, Adam, I don't want to do that. And he's like, I don't care what you want to do. You got to do it. Yeah, you're going to do this. Yeah. So I walk up to him. Sure enough, he's at the table. No empty seats. Everyone's around. I walk up behind him. I put my hand on his back. And I remember at that time thinking, I'm just going to pat him on the back and I'm going to walk away. <laughs> I, I really was. <laughs> um, and I, I pat him on the back and I said, hey, Jason. And he's like, hey, Kurt, how you doing? And I just like bit my tongue. And I was like, just do this. I said, hey, I understand you're thinking of signing up for responsibility. Did you want to get that taken care of this morning? I put it right in front of him. And he's like, oh, absolutely. He gets out his pen. I didn't have a pen for him. He gets out his pen. He starts like filling out and he looks up at everybody. He's like, are you guys getting responsive in? And like five hands went up right there. And I'm like, they're like, yeah, give me one of those. And they all started filling it out. And I collected five and I didn't have a pen for any of them. I collected five signups. My very first wow. signup. Jason Evers. I, oh, so anyway, it'll be fun to have him speaking. He's, he's been a public speaker now for years, but uh, that's awesome. Window cleaning. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so here's the deal. We need to get into this. We, okay. We've been talking for a while. We've been kind of tiptoeing around the tulips, tiptoeing yeah. through the tulips. So two things. Responsibid 1.0 was the user conference. Now 2.0, it is a user conference. Like users are going to go there and have, yeah. there's going to be user specific stuff that you can do. There's going to be rooms set up where That's you can right. go in there and do those things. But this is the sales conference that is also the the responsibility user conference yeah and um they have to be one and the same they yeah. have to be yeah if 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 the responsibility conference is not a sales conference then responsibility is not what we say it is yeah that and that's exactly right yeah so so that's what we're doing so here's the thing let, let me just throw a few things out there because i'm excited about this so here's what's right. cool all right you go to this conference the the first thing you're going to do is you're going to hear i don't i'm not going to name names because i don't know who's allowed to be named and who's who's confirmed for sure and all this stuff but, but you're going to be able to go to the main stage and hear an authority in the industry that's been there, done that, and has ridiculously high average ticket prices. And Brandon Vaughn. Okay. I didn't know if I could say it. And Brandon yeah. Vaughn is going to be teaching and teaching you in person how to get your average ticket price high like his. I think his was $1,200 if I remember right. This yeah. is doing yeah. uh, pressure washing, window cleaning, stuff like that. He's going to be teaching that. And he's also going to be just sharing like tactics on, you know, the, the sales presentation in, in general as well. So he's, he's, okay. he's going to be sharing that stuff. You're going to close more jobs and you're going to close them higher. Completely irrelevant. And he's going to be doing Q&A. That's the Q other nice thing yeah. about this conference. It's limited to 200 people. We still have about 100 seats left. Not quite, but almost 100 seats left. This will be a conference that's small and big enough to have lots of networking, but small enough that we're going to be able to do Q&A. All right. And then, and then we're going to have a couple of other uh, speakers that are going to be doing, you know, talking about low budget, low cost, or maybe I should say low cost ways to really get the phone ringing. 
So, you know, low cost ways to do marketing for, so if you're a newer person, you're going to be able to walk away from there. But here's what's awesome. Not only are you going to learn how to uh, get the phone ringing with like some print marketing, if you come to this conference, so, so here's the thing. I don't even, I paid for my ticket a while back. I don't remember what responsive con is. And you just don't say it right now. Cause I don't, don't mess up my mojo here, Kurt, but share it in a second. But I actually today, today, I just spent $350 to get an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper designed for me. Now it's not designed yet, but I signed up to get it designed. Okay. Yeah. You're going to go to ResponsaCon. Some call it Palooza, but you're going to go to ResponsaCon and <laughs> you're going to learn how to get an av- your average ticket price up. You're going to learn how to close more deals. You're going to learn how to get the phone ringing with print material if you don't have a big budget. And you're going to be able to go sit down at a table on one of those days and you're going to be able to email your, your logo to this person sitting at the table. And she is going to custom create either a flyer or a door hanger or a postcard for you that you are going to walk away. She's going to email it to you right there on the spot and you're going to be able to go home or order it while you're there. You, you order your print immediately and spend a few hundred bucks and have thousands of copies of a high quality, professionally designed, going to convert print material that you, you walk away with. So now you've got, you've got the design, you've got the tactic to get the phone ringing and you've got the tactics to sell the damn thing whenever, uh, when the day you get home. Oh yeah. And maybe you, you have a little bit of technical knowledge. Maybe you're a little further down the line on the business. We're going to have professionals that are going to be teaching on SEO stuff. Yeah. We're going to have people that are going to be teaching the best, you know, uh, giving you tips on how to best have a website that will convert better for you. So you can get more traffic to your website. Once they get there, they will convert better for you. And then you're also going to be hearing from multiple professionals that can tell you if you're even going to pay for services like that, here's the types of things that you want to look for when you pay for those. So you want, you need to go budget and learn how to get the phone ringing. You got it. You got a little more money. You're going to do it digitally. You've got it. Oh, you don't have print material and you don't know where to start with that. Guess what? You will when you leave the conference. It's, it's all inclusive. Oh, and did we even mention response bid? Did we even mention the fact that, that people are going to be there to help you create your follow-up sequences? So, you know, all these, that's probably the most important part of like a business at the very beginning. There's going to be a copywriter in the room and you're going to be able to sit down with them and they're going to help you put together your follow-up sequences on your emails and your postcards and your text messages that go out to your customers. And they're going to be in your system integrated and implemented before you get on the plane to go home. You're going to be in a room with people that are going to help you write scripts and record video that goes on your website. So that way, whenever you get there, uh, when people go to your website, they don't just see static stuff, but they're going to have engaging video with you that another copywriter helped you write this script and present it. And you're going to have people coaching you up on the best way to do that. With a high-end camera and a teleprompter in front of it. Like literally people would go and sit, normally you'd sit in a conference and you'd get inspired. Like I need to put a video on my website that will walk people through these aspects of my business. Then you're going to go, oh, I'll go meet with this guy who will write me a script. Then we'll yeah. take that script up to this room and there'll be a guy with a camera that's got a teleprompter so I can just read my script and, and do my thing. And then I'm going to go home with the digital file so I can actually put it on my website. Exactly. Like, that's the so idea. You're, you're not going to like go to the conference, get motivated, go home, and then, be, and then come up with some video that looks terrible because you're in front of your No, because you won't blinds. do a video when you get home. Exactly. That's the problem. So you're going to go to ResponseCon and you're going to come home empowered with physical, t- well, 
maybe digital, maybe not physical, but tangible things that, that, that get there. Go price getting a video made. Go price get, getting one uh, 60 second video made professionally. Go, go <laughs> price getting a custom postcard or, or, or eight and a half by 11 flyer made. You know, go price a freaking copywriter to do all of your follow-up emails for you. Go price those things. You go to Responsicon, you come back, it's all done. My wife just gave me a note here. Let me see what she says to me. All right, hang on. She says, oh, okay. Can you read this? Stop screaming. <laughs> you get a little excited about responsiveness. <laughs> my wife says, you know, she says, you get a little excited about responsiveness. I think that was her way of saying, can you please be quiet? We're trying to get to sleep. <laughs> so... I don't know, Kurt, what have I not covered, man? I mean, I know there's other stuff. I know there's milkshake parties going on. We're, yeah. There might be some paintballing happening. I don't know. Yeah. But um, the idea is, is that uh, once we get a little bit closer, I'm going to start sending out to all the attendees some activities that we're considering. If we can get enough people to be interested in paintball, mm -hmm. um, bowling, we had some ideas. Some people want to go play Frisbee golf. There's a golf course attached to the, um, to the actual hotel we're at. Like, we just want to put activities together. Because the idea is, here's the other thing. Most conferences, you'll go. Kurt, you're boring me, man. Oh. What's go ahead. Boring? I'm sorry. You're just, I'm bored. <laughs> Most conferences you go to, you, you go and you learn all day. And then you're kind of exhausted all night. You kind of hang out. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm excited about the special offer that I know that we, we have coming up here. But carry uh, on. I'm just excited about because look, the reason was, the reason that Responsicon is feeding everybody, <laughs> I want everyone to understand this. We're trying to build a community as much as we're trying to get you to do stuff. So I wanted every meal for people to be together for those meals. So we're yeah. feeding them breakfast and lunch. At night, when you're done and your brain's exhausted, we're going to give you places to go play. So yeah. Yeah, the hope is, is that you're going to make new connections there and have lots of time to spend with them. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's in the middle of the winter. It's uh, in Arizona, so the yeah. weather's going to be awesome. You're yeah, January, gonna, January 30th through February 1st. So it's going to be a little, uh, you know, a, a little getaway. It's going to be a fun vacation that you're going to – and here's the thing. I'll, I'll make this a guarantee. Well, I can't make a guarantee on behalf of Kurt, but I'll just tell you this. If you go to the conference and you implement the things that are delivered to you on a golden platter, you'll, you'll 10x the investment that you put into the conference easy that year easy okay you will easily get 10 and i know 10x i i feel i should have said like seven multiply it but 10, i know 10x is real cliche at this point but but you will you just will so here's the thing kurt you and i are great friends and i mm -hmm. and and i kind of just like stuck it to you here i was like all right dude i want to help you promote response con so so everyone that's been listening here's the deal because I've, I've been posting on facebook that i'm going to do an episode with you and there's a special deal coming up for anyone that, that buys a uh, responsive bid in the month of October. And it also is going to be good for the people that have already bought. So if That's you've already right. bought, you're not missing out on this. So don't get, don't get all sad and, and, and pouty. Okay. <laughs> but, but I said, Kurt, here's the thing. I want to bring you on the podcast and I want to help you promote this thing, but I don't want to do it if we can't give something to the people. And um, you know what guys I do, I, I get an affiliate. If, if you buy responsive bid, I, we haven't even talked about that. We're not going to talk about it. You know what? I've talked about it on the show. Kurt gave me the best deal that you can get with responsive bid. Right. Right? You can't get it anywhere else except with Journey of a New, new Entrepreneur. Go to jnebid.com. But right now is not the time for that. I make money if you do that. I don't make any money if you go to ResponsiCon. I don't. 
I'm just passionate about it because I know what, what this type of stuff, yes, responsibility, but also all of the stuff you're going to learn. I know what it's done for my business. I know, um, guys, it's helping me build my dreams. Uh, I've had my record month, uh, last month. Today's the 2nd of October and I'm like, uh, 65% on the second to my record month last month, things are happening. And it's because of these simple, basic things that, that, that we're going to be teaching that responsibility our response con. So Kurt, people that sign up in October, I said, you can promote on my podcast, but you got to give them something. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought I had a pretty damn good idea on this. So, so you, you, you kind of took my idea and made it better. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll run with it. But, but what happens? First off, I don't even know how much, how much is response con right now? Cause I know the prices change as time goes by. How much is it? And then what's the special deal? Yeah. So basically the way ResponseCon works is a three-day conference. So you can either buy a two-day ticket or a three-day ticket. If you're buying it for two people, a two-day ticket is, uh, is uh, sorry, $5.99. Let me go to the one-day ticket. Let me do the one-day ticket or the one-person ticket. A one-person ticket is $3.49 for two days. If you buy three days, it's $4.49. That's all your meals. That's all the conference, everything. Okay. If you want your hotel room included for one person, it's eleven ninety nine. Okay. Three days, now, hotel, conference, and food. Yep. Okay. Over twelve hundred bucks, you can get yourself there. We do have two person tickets available, and you actually do save a little bit of money if you buy them in two person bundles. Um, obviously, it's only one room for two people, so that makes the price like closer to like fourteen ninety nine. But here's the deal. If you come to Responsicon, if you sign up before the end of October. 2019 make, for anyone listening in yeah, the future. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 2019, that's right. What we want to do is I want to add some extra value that is not just sales related. Now, there will be sales stuff going on, but basically the, the month of November, every Thursday, except for Thanksgiving Thursday, we can do it on Tuesday, <laughs> we're going to do what I call a workshop or a masterclass. And the very first one I'm going to be doing the first Thursday in November, I'm going to be teaching about the employee certification program that I designed for my. my this, this is exclusive though. Only, yeah. The only people that get to go to this. If are you've people already that signed have up signed up. Yeah. Or if you sign up before the end of October. All right. Um, so the first Thursday I'm going to be teaching about the employee uh, certification process and how that changed everything for me and how simple it can be or how complicated you want to make it. But the idea is how to make your, employees act just like you. That's the, that's the goal of that one. The second one I believe will be Mike Dalkey. He's going to be talking about how to prepare your business to be acquired or how to prepare to acquire other businesses. He's an expert in yes. service company acquisitions. Let, let me guys, this is that one. I mean, they're all going to be great to be honest with you, but if you're wanting to grow your business again, I know Mike really, really well now. And um, he's been sharing this stuff with me. And it was a win-win thing, but I just closed a, I just closed an acquisition where um, a guy wanted $150,000 for his business. And I went down to where we're paying $0 and we're just paying a percentage for every, uh, every job that we get from it. And it was great for the guy that sold it. I, it, it took me about six months to close the deal, but Mike Dalkey knows what he's talking about. And I, to the point that this, what I just said, you don't believe me. Like if you're listening, you don't believe what I just said that someone went from 150 to zero, but it happened. And, uh, Mike Dalkey knows his stuff. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that class because I think it helps. It'll also help people understand you're going to a sales conference, but 
the whole reason we sell is so that we can build this entity, this, this fictional thing called a company. And just because humans say companies exist, they do, but they are living and breathing in fiction and you have to make them into, so they meet their potential. So yeah. that'll be the second Thursday. Third Thursday is actually going to be you, Bobby. We're going to be talking about uh, the sales, the in-person sales approach. I think this is going to be huge because Bobby, you and I have talked about how you do it when you're at the house mm-hmm. and you're talking to someone on a residential, you know, commercial sort of applies the same, although usually there's an RFP that you're working against. Mm-hmm. But I love the way that you lay yours out. It is very, every word, every pause, everything has a purpose. And I think it'll be really important for you to teach people how you're doing this and the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Not so they can copy yours, but so that they can put their own DNA in one and understand pausing is important. Telling people what they're going to be concerned about ahead of time is important. Making sure that they understand why it's going to be worth more money to spend worth the money they spend with you. That's probably more than the other person yep. before you even see the price. I just want you to know this, right? Like, yep. so, so that's going to be huge. And then the last week, so the Tuesday, the, the final week will be on Tuesday night. Josh Latimer is going to be talking about. How oh my God, Josh Latimer. Hello. Not Josh Latimer, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh Latimer. So Josh is going to be talking about how to build a scrappy mar- marketing plan. The nice. idea being, how can I, with the, the littlest number of dollars, make the most dollars? And for those of you who are already, maybe have a good marketing budget, obviously there'll be other things in there too. But I think when people think marketing, they do think Josh Latimer when it comes to the service world. So yeah. He's got a lot to, to say on that as well. Awesome. So you sign up for ResponsiCon by the end of October 2019. That's right. Anyone that has signed up for ResponsiCon at that point are the only people that will go to these four masterclasses, one on uh, an employee certification program, which we probably didn't do justice on explaining it, but it's huge. Uh, a second one on how to either build your business to be acquired if you want to automate, grow, and then sell or how to acquire businesses if you just want to bolt onto your thing. Uh, The third one is going to be how to uh, be effective in your in-person sales. And I will actually be talking about uh, ResponsiBiz's role in that also. So uh, obviously anyone that uh, ResponsiBiz is irrelevant, but it'll it'll be a part of that because I use it in in in-person sales and everyone always says, really? I'm like, yeah, it's like the best thing ever. And then Latimer at the end is how to build a scrappity, scrappity, scrappy, a scrappity marketing plan. So those four things, it's exclusive only for people that sign up. You don't get to come if you're not going to response bid, response con. And then, of course, the conference happens about two, about two months after that last, uh, last show. So our last uh, masterclass. So that's going to be pretty awesome. I'm excited about it, Kurt. Let's make this thing happen. So yeah. One more thing, guys. Kurt, uh, I'm so excited to announce this. Uh, Kurt said that anyone that signs up by October 15th. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you do this to me? It's like he doesn't want my kids to eat dinner. I don't know why he does this. Okay, so I got to tell you, some people don't get it. When I was at response, we were at ResponseCon on the first one. And it's the night before the event. And everyone, you know, I'm just in the room kind of helping Kurt and a couple, you know, like two or three other people uh, set up the, the room. Um, some may have said that I was a little pouty because I wasn't speaking the next day. I didn't see it. Um, I heard some some grumblings. <laughs> he was, and, he was, he was. <laughs> but, but, you know, hey, I wasn't a speaker, but I was there helping set up, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatevs. And then all of a sudden, everyone, everyone was like, well, who's going to announce all the speakers? 
And um, I just kind of look around. I'm like, well, it ain't going to be my ass, you know. But anyway, I was asked to, to MC the night before. So I was, you know, I wasn't the most prepared. Um, so I had a T-shirt and I wore a T-shirt and I was the, the MC. And um, when I got up there, one of the things I said, and this was live streamed as well on Facebook. And I said, I can't, I'm so excited to announce that Kurt is giving a free month of responsive bid to anyone at the conference or that's watching the live stream. Now, here's the problem with this. Two problems. The first one is it was a complete lie. The second problem <laughs> is it was it was my <laughs> it was my uh my my dry, sarcastic, deadpan delivery. So Kurt knew I was joking. He didn't think it was funny, and everyone else was confused, like, okay, this is pretty cool. So I don't I just kind of <laughs> threw a grenade in the room and walked out, but it was pretty good. So. <laughs> I got to tell you, I remember like I probably turned about 15 shades of red, like so embarrassed because I'm like, now I've got to go explain to everybody. That Bob's an yeah. idiot and has a terrible sense of humor. <laughs> that, that monthly revenue is what's going to be keeping response a bit alive for next month. So um, guys, I, I'm really sorry for what Bobby said. I'll kill him later. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but anyway, it was, it was funny. I'd do Let's it again. Prepare everyone for right now. I'm no free months again. of responsibility. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to announce. I'm, I'm Why do I not again. even doubt it? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. All right. Last thing. And then we're going to sign off. We're, 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 yeah. we're close to being off here. First off, listeners, here's what I need. I need a petition. I need you. Oh, get, go to the go, go to. Stop. No, this <laughs> isn't what, it. this isn't what you think. This isn't what you think. Yes, it is what I think. I know exactly what you're doing. Right I need now. you guys to go to go to the responsive, you know, if if you're a responsive user or if you're not, go to their website. There's a little blue button on the bottom right. And I want you to click on it. And I want you to just type in let Bob wear the shirt he wants to wear. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, that actually I, wasn't exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, I I I have a shirt idea that I want to MC in and Kurt's like, "No, Bob." you can't have fun. So, so <laughs> I have said, a feeling here's the deal, Bobby, every time you, every time you get Liberty to do something, I have to clean up the mess. I don't make the rules, man. <laughs> I just enforce them. Oh gosh. Being your friend is so exhausting. Sometimes I go to bed at night and Rachel's like, so how was that talk that you had with Bobby? Oh, I'm not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> Oh my God, Kurt! I love you so much, man. You're, you're a great friend. Uh, listen, let's just do this real quick. I, I, I'm, we actually meant to do it earlier in the show, and we didn't. So, just for anyone that's that, that's curious, still still listening here, um, uh, just briefly, like in less than sixty seconds, I'd like you to do it in thirty. Uh, talk about the deal that you know that you're doing for uh, Journey of a New Entrepreneur listeners. The the sponsorship on the show here, real yeah. quick, thirty seconds, forty five seconds. So basically the fact that, I, you know, you guys already know I'm close with Bobby, but because of what I believe his show is doing for entrepreneurs, I wanted to somehow affiliate myself with the business. I wanted it with his show. So we make the best deal that we have ever made. I'm not even quite cash flowing it, but the idea is, is that instead of the normal three months that you get when you sign up with a responsibility, you get four. So when you first sign up, you'll pay $4.99. So it's already $200 discount. And instead of it being three months, you're going to get four months. So you don't even start paying your monthly responsibility fee, which is also discounted by $50 a month until month five. That's pretty big. That's really big. Yeah. 
and it, it, it's, it's a JNE exclusive. So JNEbid.com. Kurt, we're going to sign off here. Do you, do you have any final, final thoughts before uh, I share mine? Um, well, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Yeah. Would you rather fight to the death? Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Do you a have one for me? A four-sized duck. No. Or yes. a thousand duck-sized horses. I'm going to smash the crap out of a thousand duck-sized horses. It's not even close. I'm, I, you know, I weigh like 270 pounds. I'm, I'm not even going to have to stomp on them. I'm just going to close my eyes and walk around. They're all going to be dead in about three hours. It, it, easy. And then that big, that big duck over there, I'm going to go bring it a carrot or a loaf of bread or something. I don't know. I'm going to feed it, make friends with it, and then I'm going to fly off, fly off in the sunset. <laughs> well, the ending is actually a lot better than how I imagined. That, that's pretty good. Well, that's okay. what I do, man. That's what I do. So, um, all right. Well, guys, listen, thank you so much for listen, listening to the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. Uh, make sure you go check out the Journey of a New Entrepreneur Facebook group. It's a closed group. We've got some exclusive videos in there. Actually, one from Kurt talking about package sales. We've got one from Mike Dalkey in there. We have a really good video in there from two guys that have built some massive businesses doing door knocking, and they share uh, excellent door knocking tactics in there. So Journey of a New Entrepreneur group on Facebook. And as always, guys, if you're not doing the things that you want in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing it, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.